Hello, I'm Nicole Ortiz. And I'm Keely Iverson, and you're listening to Nevertheless She Podcasted. A podcast about whatever. About... <laughs> We've obviously matured in one show. <laughs> I tried. We've really got a handle on who and what we are. Oh, and, yes. you know, it's just, if, if ever there were a professional podcast, you were That's here us. now. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> That's us. The most professional, <laughs> mature thing to say. Oh, man. How are you, friend? I'm doing lovely. Um, I got some coffee this morning at, like, the most safe coffee shop I've ever seen. They changed one of their windows to like an order pickup window. Mm -hmm. So you walk to the front where the door is and it's completely blocked off and they have the table with the the card reader thingy. And -hmm. then behind that they have a big sheet of plastic. Then behind that they have the person taking your order. Awesome. And they're wearing a mask. And, um, so yeah, we, my husband Forrest and I, I keep saying we, <laughs> we went and got coffee there and it was great. And then they put it at the pickup window. Sorry, I just hit my phone. Why is this here? I don't need a phone. I'm in a podcast. <laughs> okay. Throwing my phone. So <laughs> anyway, I got coffee this morning. I don't usually get coffee because I'm trying to be safe and I just feel like I trust no one. Um, That's fair. <laughs> but I really miss espresso and I don't have an espresso machine. I just have a, uh, a mocha pot, hmm. which done well can be really good, but I still just miss like solid yeah. espresso. So yeah, really also just like the that. coffee experience. Yes, the whole experience. I just miss that. Um, not a fan of this plastic cup. For those of you listening at home, I, for the last few years, have tried really hard to live a uh, minimal waste lifestyle. Uh, I want to say minimal waste because when I was trying zero waste, I got really stressed out and it was difficult for me. It to is nigh impossible to live. Yeah, it's not impossible, but it's incredibly difficult. It is very difficult. And I was like, I would do really well about some things, but then I live with other people and I was like, you guys aren't doing well. That's me not doing well now. <laughs> and that was really hard. And then I was judgy and it was a mess. So I have um, given my Minimal waste. Yeah. A minimal <laughs> waste title. Um, but with the pandemic, it's, an, it's pretty much impossible because they don't accept your own cups at places. That makes sense. I get it. They don't accept your own bags when you go shopping. I get it. Ish. Because I kind of feel like my own bag would be better for me. Because I don't really trust their bags. If I Yes, and not everyone's sanitizing. And so then if that non-sanitized bag is touching like public surfaces that everybody else is going to use, I kind of get it. But also people aren't sanitizing themselves. Mm-hmm. So what difference does it make? Yeah. I mean, some difference, but still. I mean, if I had my own bags in my cart and then took the things and I put them in there. And put them in. That's possible. Yeah. That's Anyways. not a horrible idea. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> But that's where this is not a pandemic podcast. It's not, but it could be. But it kind of is. 
It's a whatever podcast. That's why I said a podcast about whatever. Whatever. And um, today I have a couple thoughts, actually, Ooh. but I won't tell you them until I ask Kaylee, how are you doing? I was so wondering if you were just going to move on. Moving <laughs> which on. I, which would have been fine, but it, it was it's funny. Just so those listening know, we've been talking for like 40 minutes before we even started recording. So that's why I'm a little, little out of we, the... We know how each other are. Yes. <laughs> So, no. um, I'm doing well. I go back to work in the coffee business this week um, in a hospital, which is high stakes, but also interesting and kind of safer in some regards because the hospital itself has been really smart about this. Yeah. Um, I spent the morning with uh, my husband, Taylor, and I. We watched, uh, oh, how do we do this concisely? For those of you listening at home, hi, mom, and like two people. Um, <laughs> Hey. No, I know. My sisters uh, are listening too. Hi, Nicole's sisters. Um, no, uh, my my spouse and I are are big into D and D, and there's a group that we watch play D and D. Um, and during this pandemic, they have um come up with alternative like programming and played some fun games so one of the things that they're doing is called narrative telephone where one of them records a video of themselves telling a story and they email it to the next person who gets to watch it once and then they have to record themselves telling that same story and it goes through all like seven of them eight of them eight of them i think um and by the end it's like convoluted and it doesn't make as much sense and it's really funny and taylor and i are like we should do that with our friends <laughs> We should just set up a group to play narrative telephone and it would just that be sounds great. a disaster. Doesn't that sound so fun? That and sounds so, like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. You were on our list of people that we would want to play with. So. <laughs> Everyone yeah. except Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all that to say, I'm doing well. I'm in my recording closet today, which means it's very warm. Mm -hmm. Other than that, we're fine. <laughs> so what would you like to talk about today? I'm glad you're doing well, Gailey. Sorry, thanks. <laughs> no, I don't know what. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a couple of thoughts. One thought I had um, is I've been... Ugh, how do I speak? One thought I've had is Kaylee just had a birthday. She is older That's and wiser. Yes, it is. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now that you're in your mid-twenties, you're in What was I before? How old are you now? I'm 24 now. Wait, you're 24 now? You're that much younger yeah. than me? Yeah. What the hell? Okay, <laughs> whatever. We're still calling it your mid-twenties. So I mean, I think 24 25. to 26. I think 24 <laughs> to 26 is your mid-twenties. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll accept that. <laughs> really was thinking you're 25 okay anyway now that Kaylee's in her mid-20s <clears throat> I've been thinking about like how different life is from what I was thinking it would be at this mm. point in my life I'm 26 so you know I'm old whole years old <laughs> and uh, the other day I was thinking about Wow, I didn't realize when I was younger the the dreams that I would probably let go as I got older. Like there's mm -hmm. things that I always kind of wanted to do and I've now realized that I can't do all of them. Like I kind of have to pick what I want 
to pursue and um, what I want to work towards. And that's not bad, but it also is kind of sad letting go of certain dreams. Um, For sure. There's, there's some like, there's some subtle grief that goes along with like changed plans in general. So yeah. Can I, can I ask like specifically what you're like, what, what are those things that you're weighing? Yes. Um, my chair is so squeaky. It's okay. Okay. I'm going to try to not move at all. Um, so my dreams I've been thinking about lately all revolve around, uh, housing. Mm -hmm. And so when I was younger, I always had these dreams of like where I would live when I got older. And it was kind of this whole imaginary life that I thought I would have. Um, like at one point I wanted to live downtown in like a industrial apartment building and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, be able to live in that real city lifestyle, living in, um, the Portland area, each neighborhood's like completely different in ways. Like if you're, um, on one side of the river, you're like in just a, a neighborhood, almost suburb kind of area. But then if you go to downtown, it's like a city city, like what you imagine, um, yeah with skyscrapers stuff like that and so I always had this kind of dream that at one point I would live that kind of lifestyle being um downtown living in an apartment like that and um being in some kind of apartment community like that I don't know friends or these different shows that I used to watch in the 90s (laughs) yeah friends and you know friends and (laughs) I didn't watch Sex in the City, but that's a common one that people use. Yes, yes. I also <laughs> didn't watch that, but I could imagine they were in the city, they're living in a building. Um, what's another one? Uh, that show you like, Frasier? But uh, they were kind of old. In that <laughs> they, were not, they were not in their mid-20s. Nah, uh, man. <laughs> Seinfeld, kind of. Seinfeld, even though they were a little old. But they were, like, in the city and living this, like, yeah. fast-paced lifestyle that was, like, fun and something was always happening. And that's, like, I just kind of always imagine in my mind, like, oh, at some point I'll be there and mm. be able to live that way once I get enough money to do this or this or once I get into this kind of work. And um, I just kind of was thinking that yesterday I was driving downtown and I was, like, the way my life is now to live downtown in that way is no longer really a part of the equation Mm. Um, because right now I'm married we're thinking about getting a house at some point but that's kind of what we're working towards is like owning a home and I never really thought about how much I would want to say own a home like that Mm. I always thought that um I would have different values at this point. Um, For sure. And now because of the values I do have, this other dream of what I'd be like at this point in my life, I have to let go of. Mm. Mm. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I have always been a planner by nature. Um, I, I know you, Nicole, are very surprised to hear that phrase. What? <laughs> Who are you? 
Um, and I have had like, I have had my like adulthood plan since I was like seven. And the plan was always like, go get your bachelor's, do something with your bachelor's. What a joke. You need a master's. Um, but, whatever. Ah. <laughs> but like, it was like, go to college, do this thing, get married around 23-ish and like start a family around 25-ish. And by then you'll be in a house because you've got a degree. Um, dear seven-year-old Carrie. Uh. I've got good news and I've got bad news. (laughs) Oh, this is good. Um, And so, like, I got married two years earlier than I ever thought I would. I never thought I'd get married before 23, and I got married at 21. Me Um, too. I got married at 21. (laughs) You and I have such weird, like, you and I both got engaged on April 1st, different years, though. Yes. And then we got married, like, we just months later. (laughs) Yeah, huh? and like days you're, apart. And, yeah, your anniversary is fifteenth of August, and mine is the twelfth. Yeah, you and I have <laughs> so weird. Um, and so it. I did that thing, and like, I got my bachelor's, and now I'm pursuing my master's. Um, but like, we're getting to that stage where it's like we've been married for it'll be three years this year, and like. <laughs> all of our friends are having babies and we want babies and also we never ever ever wanted to start a family not in a like single family home mm-hmm. and we're about to move in with 70 year olds because we can't afford rent in our apartment like it's, <laughs> life looks very different than what I thought it would be like mm-hmm. um I did not think I would still have roommates once I was married mm-hmm. that sounded absurd um yeah. and also it's been my reality my entire marriage um and so, like, yeah, I think, like, I think, like, I'm weighing those things of, like, is it more important for me to be, like, in that space that I wanted to be in, or is it more important for me to, like, follow this timeline that, like, we currently are excited about? Um, additionally, I'm doing <laughs> completely different work than I thought I'd be. Um, I have my bachelor's in Christian ministries, and I started my master's of divinity um, so that I could become hospital chaplain because you know grief and death is my jam um (laughs) uh mdiv was a really hard thing to get online and it was really stressful and there wasn't a seminary that i loved near us so now i'm pursuing my master's in counseling in a program that i'm really excited about i'm dying it's so hot in here (laughs) (laughs) and in a program that i'm really excited about but um you know, it was the plan, and now I'm going to be getting out of school at 20, 26 and a half-ish, which is fine. Like, that's still young, and I think that that's what I get caught up on, is, like, 30's not dying. <laughs> like, not everything that I plan has to be done by 30, um, but it feels like it does. Yeah. <laughs> so I also say that as like the world is currently on fire with like the <laughs> pandemic and stress and I'm like maybe it is but like you know <laughs> speaking hopefully and so yeah I think it's like I think that like I've taken some like alternate paths and like some things I got to certain destinations faster but also like I'm learning to be really patient <laughs> with yeah. other stuff and that's so hard because when you know what you want to do because there's people our age who have no idea what they want to do yeah and that's also fine because they're going around and they're figuring it out and that's nope, equally just, <laughs> just no but like people are going around and figuring out what they want to do even at you know mm-hmm. 
24 and 26 and that's totally fine but when you know what it is that you want to do and what you like quote unquote are supposed to be doing like it's hard to not be there Mm -hmm. so that's where I'm at yeah yeah and I think I'm at a point where one I have I have a career career Mm -hmm. that was a weird word um and I'm a pastor and I am potentially very soon pursuing um at least part of an MDiv um Mm -hmm. a master in divinity for those of you who don't know um or weren't listening 30 seconds ago yeah listen (laughs) (laughs) now I'm judging you no Uh, (laughs) but yeah so that's something I'm like potentially pursuing very soon uh, because to become a licensed local pastor I need to have at least one year of an MDiv or um, do some kind of licensing school but I didn't want to do that because um, it doesn't transfer to like cre- like credits from a university and I'm like eh, yeah. why would I do all that schooling if I don't have the potential to do more with it if I wanted right. um, but that wasn't something that I had originally really planned to do like an MDiv or anything like that um, was, these are like newer things that I might be pursuing and yeah I'm also kind of looking back at my old dreams I originally wanted to be an actor since I was young since I was Amazon Al in a play at my church for a vacation bible school um I was uh, (laughs) I was like found what do you call it when like someone finds an actor like discovered you were discovered. I was discovered yes I was discovered <laughs> um during a rehearsal the pastor's daughter was supposed to be Amazon Al she was older than everyone else and she just wasn't about that she didn't want to do any of it and she was like oh, this is dumb. and I being a small child I was younger than everyone else I was like I'll do it and then I just started reading and I busted out with this weird accent and they were like you you're the one and uh yep that's when I was discovered uh I was in a play and thus thus began the trajectory of your career (laughs) I mean you were in a tv show this year you were Uh, in a Netflix series so like Uh, starring role just kidding um background (laughs) character in a band scene uh I wonder if they have me playing the clarinet at one point because they were like does anybody actually know how to play your instrument and I was like I do and they're like okay play something and I just did some like chords and that's what happened so okay. <laughs> I'm wondering if there'll just be a moment where they zoom in on me and I'm like that's how I play chords of course um perfect yes <laughs> but that was something that I um kind of just assumed I would do but when I was younger I just didn't have the the real motive motivation kind of or I didn't know how to do that and to do that Mm. well as a job and I didn't push myself to find out yeah so it just after a while I just kind of moved on to what else can I do and 
after bouncing around to different ideas, meeting my husband who was like already doing ministry things, I just kind of felt this calling to do like ministry. And for a while I was like, okay, ministry and theater, those can go together. And more recently in this last year or two, kind of put that aside. Um, and I, and I really can't remember why, like why mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I guess I'm not doing theater things anymore. Did that happen while we were at Warner and it was just overwhelming or was it like beyond that? Yeah, I think it started when, when we were at our um, undergrad because there was a theater program there and I just started to feel like my heart wasn't in it anymore. And I felt like I wasn't able to fully focus on the ministry pieces I knew I was called to at that point. And mm -hmm. so I left the theater program. But then at the same time, I kept being put in different theater things. Like my first ministry um, job slash internship was to create a Christmas play. And yeah wrote, directed, and ended up being one of the characters in the play last minute. And yeah, and then through that, I also have done things like Art of Tough Talks, which is a traveling um, acting crew that does uh, plays and performances around social justice um, issues. And so I always continue to come back to it. And more recently, I'm really thinking about, is there a way I can do this still? this um acting piece um this because acting is actually what originally brought me back to church because i stopped sure. going to church as a kid after just yeah lots of things church wasn't great for me as a child and so i yeah. left and then i came back to it after meeting just a really great group of theater nerds and realizing this is my space this is a place that just accepts me and then all most of them were christians they just happened to be at a community college and most of them were christians and just kind of all in meeting my husband through acting like all of it just kind of brought me back to the church and imagining what if the church was like a theater group? Um, I, I love that idea as a sentiment because like, I also have a theater background. Mm -hmm. um, that's actually, it's actually where Nicole and I met was in theater in college. Oh my gosh, and my meaningful relationships come from theater. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest and, and you. And like, that's, it's one of the most intentional, healthiest, most boundary-filled communities that I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, I think that it's so, lost my train of thought. Um, no, but like, I think, I think that theater as a community is so important. And to have that image of theater when you've been in it um, for ministry makes so much sense mm -hmm. because yeah yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot of the same values weirdly mm -hmm. enough what should be there yeah <laughs> and something that i really wanted to bring within the church was this concept of collaborating and making something together Mm. That was mm -hmm. one of my favorite things about theater was we were creating something together. Everyone else is, everyone's doing something different, 
not everyone's acting, not everyone is doing stage work, everyone was doing something different, but we're creating something together, and we're fully invested in it to share with other people, and I was, that's always something I've wanted within church, and it's been a long time since I've felt community in that way, um, and I'm starting to want to go back to that of like, okay, if we have something that is church, mm-hmm. is there a way to do it where we're all creating something together? And what if it looks nothing like what church looks like today? Mm, yeah. Like, I what think if, it, oh, oh, I was ahead. just going to say, what if it mm, looks, I don't actually know what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, cool. Perfect. I'll go on. <laughs> no, I think that something really important that you said was that like, we're all working together for a thing and not everyone's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, theater involves so much interdisciplinary work like obviously like if you have a knack for like electronics and things like lighting and sound is going to be where you shine um or where you shine for others (laughs) (laughs) so um that was horrible but also like theater in a college setting like specifically our college setting was something that like was always very interdisciplinary like in one play we had a scene where someone was drawing blood and so we pulled in the nursing department to be like teach us how to take blood like mm-hmm. teach us like what would be standard procedure around doing things like that and so we like involved them and like requested their help but also the theater department does things for other departments like they they offer representation and like a lot of really good interesting things that are so relevant and important in other spaces and I think to think of church that way is such a like an obvious translation where it's like hey like we talk all the time about how like God has gifted people with different gifts yes (laughs) gifted them with the gifts (laughs) (laughs) yes and like and there are so many ways that those can be used and like everybody is passionate about different things and so like if, if you have someone in your church who's, like, really got a heart for those who are houseless, especially in a community like Portland, like, absolutely, like, use that and manifest, like, ministry out of it. And you're all working towards, like, realizing the, like, to use really heavy church language, my apologies, but to, like, realize and actualize the kingdom of God in ways that are so incredibly diverse, like, in your communities and outside of your communities and that sort of it's an interdisciplinary work where it's like you are serving your community and being impacted by it as well mm-hmm. it's just it seems like such an obvious thing to be like yeah <laughs> like church and theater <laughs> they go Oops. together yeah and they go together outside of christmas pageants <laughs> thank you yes outside of christmas pageants or easter <laughs> something more yes yeah Oh, man. But for sure, no, I totally, totally resonate with that. Mm -hmm. You know, something I keep thinking about, actually, I said this to Forrest today. I was like, you know, it'd be great if we had some kind of contest where we had to, like, create a movie, but we have a short amount of time to do it, and we're, like, with this group, and we have to write, like, a movie over the weekend, and we're all working together, and then we have to film and do all this stuff, and he was like, yeah, I mean, that would be fun, but also it sounds really stressful, and I was like, no, it's great, because we're all forced to be together and work really hard at something. <laughs> I love that that's an image that's so appealing to you that everyone else is like, no, gosh, like, that's horrible. <laughs> no, I totally want to do that. <laughs> I also keep imagining, like, with the pandemic going on, 
Mm. People should make movies now, but the way they should do it is like camp where everyone is quarantined together through the duration of making the movie. Yeah. Then everybody's safe. And it's like I want to be in a camp fun. movie. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this would be great. <gasps> I just got so many ideas. We should rent a camping place like where they have camps and we should all stay there together and make a movie. Yeah, but there's like three of us that want to do this, and then we'd have to drag the rest of the people that were exactly. I don't know who else, but we'll bring them. (laughs) Oh my word! Oh, that's a treasure. (laughs) I just want people to be forced to be together (laughs) and have meaningful times, and we'll realize stuff, and we'll have deep conversations, and we'll we'll sit at the fire and. You just want to have camp, is what? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just really wanting camp. But That's then fair. everyone to be forced to make a movie. Like, is that so hard to ask? Is that so hard? <laughs> oh, I love the world that you live in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, goodness. <laughs> well, it's just continually my favorite times are when, like, people are just all together and we're just staying up really late having long conversations and then i'm always sad when those moments have to end and someone's like well i'm tired i'm like no (laughs) you mean like the day that i came over to your house and i stayed there for eight hours and we watched the creepiest netflix film ever my favorite thing and then i left you to wage on the murderers yourself (laughs) i felt really bad that that's the note we ended on I also always want, like, people to sleep over and things, and it just never happens. I'm always like, adult sleepovers, and people are like, what are you talking about? We don't do that. Like, but why? We should get a group of friends together and have a church lock-in. Thank you. That would See, be so these are fun. great ideas. It's just, oh man, I'm totally on board with that. We'll just trick our friends into a church lock-in. Yes. <laughs> Man, those were good times as a kid. Maybe that's also what I'm thinking about. I We used to do, like, I don't know what it was called. I was a part of a group uh, at my church. This was something very positive from my church experience. Was It was part of a group called Girls in Action, GAs. And um, it was the best. My friend's mom was the leader, and she was just fantastic. And she was, like, this really tough woman. And she didn't really fit, like, stereotypes of church ladies and she never wore dresses and stuff and she was awesome and built stuff and was just really cool and every like summer there would be this I guess like all-nighter at her house she had the coolest house she had like this upstairs and downstairs with two kitchens which is just awesome and this giant backyard that like had these hills and so she would build like these contraptions and these like relay races and all this crazy stuff in our backyard and it was the most fun she also had a ping pong table and a pool table and so I would like play ping pong at three in the morning with people and I was really bad at it and I had to make me stop because I was hitting people in accident with ping pongs then that also happened with pool so I got banned from that as well but it was so much fun (laughs) I was just really intense and I didn't know how to play any of the games so (laughs) Uh, I was really intense about air hockey. Mm, I think she had air hockey too. All the cool, all the cool all church the stuff. people. Mm-hmm. 
all the cultured people with money did. <laughs> yeah. I, they didn't seem like they had money. They just had such a great house. Maybe that's where their money went. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. Invested well, all in the cool house. <laughs> and they would always invite people over from church. So that's like where we'd go on New Year's and different holidays and stuff. Oh, nice. And they would like let people walk into their bedrooms like you could walk anywhere in their house and they'd keep like their bedroom door open you could walk anywhere like and their bedroom was like really big and really clean and i remember Very thinking that was so cool more like a 1970s key party like no no it was just like everything was open so like people could hang out wherever they wanted and there was a bathroom in their bedroom so i think that was their reasoning that like, makes if sense. someone needs okay. to use the bathroom they can if all the other ones are taken you can go in here but i just thought it was cool because i was like they have like nothing to hide like you can walk all over their house like my parents would never allow this to happen they'd be like okay you can walk in but don't go upstairs like there was always weird one of my best rules. friends one of my best friends growing up um, I was over at her house and her parents had a room that was not their bedroom that was like off limits to us. Oh. And that, I, I never had a room in my house that was like off limits to us as kids. And so we were like, what goes on in there? Like all, like we were like seven, uh. so we couldn't think of anything <laughs> too scandalous or dangerous, but we were like, we got to find out. And she was like, but I'm not allowed in there. And I'm like, you've never wondered? She's like, I guess not. So we like went to go play outside and then we looked in the windows. It was just a sewing room. <laughs> That's what you think. They had like fake <laughs> pictures on the windows to make it look like a sewing room, but it was really a red room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it was literally it was literally just like a sewing machine and lots of fabric and like a craft table. <laughs> and I was like, that's it? Okay, cool. <laughs> Probably didn't want her kids to break it. No, that's totally fair. And also like sewing machines aren't like terribly safe if you don't know what you're doing, but it was so funny. It was just like the most disappointing adventure where it was like, what's the secret? And I'm like, nah, the sewing needles, that's it. <laughs> so. I like that you were leading this like hunt to oh, figure out what's absolutely. in the room. Oh, absolutely. I 1000% <laughs> convinced my friends to like learn all their parents secrets wow <laughs> oh yeah i was that kind Hilarious. of an angel. <laughs> i was like we won't do anything dangerous or not safe but we're gonna learn what other people do <laughs> i love that i was gonna be a spy that was my plan <laughs> yes oh great. man goodness what is something in this time that is bringing you joy friend joy joy what am I even doing in life right now? Um, I'm, I'm kind, sorry, of, kind of on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of working on redoing my room. I just got this beautiful dresser. You can't see it. I think you talked about that last week, too. Beautiful dresser. It's all I talk about. <laughs> and <laughs> it looks even better this week. Not that it looked bad last week. It just looks better. Well, because it has like a home and stuff on it. And dishes I should take to the kitchen, but whatever. Um, I can't see those, so you were saying Okay, good. Goodness. <laughs> Blocking them. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of trying to work on that and like reclaiming some space up mm. in this place. And so that's making me feel like a little better because my house and space have just been really crazy and For sure. 
yeah i don't i don't work well or live well in chaos so that's fair you've also been like hardcore quarantined like you don't leave for very much and so like you're home probably more than most people i know and so to kind of refresh that space after what has it been now two years through uh, almost four months of quarantine oh four months of quarantine i said two years i was talking about two years i've lived oh I thought you were just being like dramatic and exaggerating. Two years. years. No, no, but like after like four months of like really being in your space all the Mm -hmm. time, like I think it's really good to like refresh. Yes. And I made up my bed. You can't see it. But Um, the pillows are what make the bed. So I feel like. Oops, stuff is falling in here. Y'all are hearing a lot of noises. One is me sliding around on my rolly chair. And every time I move, it's like (laughs) creaking. I don't know why. That That was my chair, but me making the sound of what my chair sounds like. Obviously. Um, Goodness. Yes. And it's really hard to sit still in these things. How do people do it? I don't know. I have no idea. They have better equipment than we do. I guess. Or better. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I can't move my legs. I shouldn't even be moving my head. Mm. Oh my goodness. How about you? Something that has brought me joy is, um, so Hulu just released We Are Freestyle Love Supreme, which is the documentary about the freestyle hip-hop group, um, that Lin-Manuel Miranda was a part of, and many other people who are equally important. That's just the biggest name that people would know. Uh, (laughs) And you have Hulu, right? Yes, I do. Freaking watch it. (laughs) It's okay. So, it's so, it's not like, it's not like a Ken Burns documentary where it's like, crazy impressive and all of these things, but it's like, it's this group of like, adult friends and like oh yeah I it's so good and it's so real um because like when there were some like not awesome moments or like falling outs or people have grown apart like they talk about that which nobody does that no and they talk about that and then one of them um struggled with alcohol abuse and they address that and like wow there's that and so like that sounds kind of heavy but like the overarching like feel of the documentary was so light and like Mm -hmm. life-giving and like it's literally a documentary about this group of friends who happened to like freestyle hip-hop who built an improv show out of it and it's just this sounds like my dreams it's so good like I spent like the rest of the evening like in my head freestyle (laughs) okay you're never going to hear that come out of my head never no time to uh nope you don't want to share some of I am uh... listen I am not nope (laughs) oh man but it was it was so good and like their whole like their whole approach to it is like really seeing and listening to each other and like seeing and listening to members of their audience like because it's a group of people who like truly care about people and everyone in that group has been successful in different ways um there's one of the guys who's in it is he was in pitch perfect um oh man what is his name i'm so bad with names what else was he in I don't know. <laughs> this group. Try to figure it out. Um, he's Indian and incredibly talented. Like, so obscenely. He is mm-hmm. 
a crazy good like freestyle rapper it's so amazing um but everyone is just so wildly talented in different ways and like the way that they just like validate all of that and there's some footage from like the early 2000s and footage from 2019 and it's just like so good oh it's so good it brings my heart joy so if you want to be like happy but also like have like tiny moments of like sobering realism like watch it okay (laughs) it's the best it's the best decision i've made this week heavily heavily would recommend okay especially if you you know like or appreciate Lin-Manuel Miranda at all it's it's absolutely like must watch so I will check it out it sounds it's I scooted far from my mic it sounds like something I want to create maybe I'm talking about this like theater acting group something um and I keep thinking about improv and maybe that could be like a fun way to kind of create a group Mm-hmm. Um, but with improv, I both love it and it terrifies me. Oh, I can't. Nope. <laughs> it's just, I improv is the one thing that I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> In theater, I was like, give me all of the uncomfortable moments, but none of the improv. So <laughs> I see you're calculating yeah. smile, and I just want you to stop. <laughs> what? I do nothing. I did nothing. Friends, friends listening she's raising her eyebrows and like looking <laughs> off screen and like just keep smiling and nodding and i wasn't talking like i didn't that even was know happening. i was doing that. oh yeah she looked like a movie villain <laughs> <laughs> and then i then i had this weird mustache that curled up and i was what is it called doing this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we'll call it twirling twirling she also, if we if you look really close in her background she's just got like this like poor helpless blonde woman tied to some train tracks <laughs> oh i don't know God. what's going on like uh, all oh, of man. that is 100 percent accurate yes <laughs> uh, well maybe you could uh help me with um, you don't have to do improv but you can like teach theater stuff because you have the degree I, I I minored in theater, friend. I didn't major. I didn't. So, there you go. You know all the 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 tips and tricks. I just show up. Yep. That's that's exactly how I refer to them. I'm I'm like, hey kids, you want to hear the tips and tricks of theater? <laughs> <laughs> so so do I. So if you learn that. <laughs> And just imagine you like walking up on some kids like skateboarding in their neighborhood and you're like, hey, hello, kids. fellow youths. <laughs> oh, like, no, it's <laughs> not how I want to be seen. <laughs> the other day, I was just driving through this neighborhood for no reason. I just sometimes like to drive around town, see mm-hmm. what's happening. And there's these kids like playing in their street, like spraying each other with water and they're having a great, lovely time. And I just, like, drove through them, interrupting everything they were doing. And I felt really bad. And then realized that it was a dead end. So I had to turn back around and do it again. (laughs) I felt so bad. But those would be the kids that you'd be like, hey, kids, you just pull up in your car. Want to learn the (laughs) tips and tricks of theater? (laughs) I, like, open one side of my trench coat. And it's just a bunch of, like, theater texts and, like, some random props. And I'm like, yeah, here we go. (laughs) One's a banana. One's, like, a chicken the squeaky chickens it's rubber chicken (laughs) rubber chicken 
Oh my goodness. Speaking of chickens, there's something I wanted to show you a while ago. I hope my headphones reach. Okay. Got it. Look what I got. It's not a chicken, it's a duck. <laughs> it's a duck with other birds painted on it. What is it? Is it just. I don't know, it was made in Mexico. Friends, it's it looks kind of like a teapot. <laughs> it's not, I think though. it's a flower vase. Oh, it could be a teapot because there's a little hole yeah, here in his mouth. Spout in its beak. Oh, oh my gosh, is this a teapot? I don't even. No, know. I don't. I don't think it is. Oh, I'm scared. What's there something in there? Um, I it's got probably it. a bong. We don't smoke. It's probably <laughs> a, a bong. Because <laughs> there's a little hole here. <laughs> I don't know how to use a bong, but. This could be. I don't know. We've it was lived, made in Mexico. We've lived in Portland for so many years and we don't know how drugs work. <laughs> how do I do the drugs? First I buy a duck. Uh, first I buy a duck. <laughs> well, I got it. I got it from an old man's yard sale. So I'm assuming it's not a bong, but you know, whatever. It might have been a fun old man. You never know. Yeah. I don't know. It, my guess would be a vase, but it's a weird-looking vase. It's a porcelain duck. It is. And he's round, round in body, and he's got a weird little... What's this? Bout? Bout? It kind of looks like... So he's a round body, but then he also kind of looks like a train. And this is the train thing where the smoke comes out. Oh, like like the smokestack. Yeah. Got What's a smokestack on him. Now it's sounding even more like a bong. Yeah, we need to stop. <laughs> and got a hole in his beak. So that's that's what we're trying to figure out. I think I'm just going to put a flower here and flowers here. Oh, that would be great. All the flowers. That'd be cool. And I then someday, someday you'll sell it at your own yard sale and more confused no. kids will be like, what? That's fair. They're probably, they're probably hip with the times. The lick you just gave me. What what is our audience if we we don't appeal to young people? <laughs> and we also don't I don't think make sense for older people. This is just for us. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> we have no audience because we just don't make any sense. That's fair. Um, on the note of not having an audience, <laughs> should we close this up, friend? Yes, I thought you were going to say, should we close in prayer? And I was gonna... should we? Shall we close in prayer? Hold my we hand. We could, but I don't. Know. I said, hold my hand. No, you're on a screen. <laughs> yeah, we're on a Zoom call, by the way. She couldn't hold oh, my yeah. hand. Oh um, <laughs> yeah. Well, now that sounds like a challenge. Until not in a pandemic. No. 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 <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving us some of your time today. Um, if you like what you've heard, God bless you. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at NTL She Podcasted and on Facebook under our full name. Uh, if you'd like to know more about us or how this project came to be, check out our website at www.neverthelessshepodcasted.com. We are currently 100% listener supported, and if you would like to join us in that endeavor, you can find us on Patreon. And as always, we appreciate you for supporting us. Stay safe out there, friends. Bye. Bye. Do, 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 do. That's not our music. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs>